0: Listen. Welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat for the week of June 23rd, 2017. I'm your host, Jose Otero, and this is IGN's Nintendo Show. Coming up on Nintendo Voice Chat, uh, we have a lot of things to talk about this week. Um, We're going to talk about uh, the announcement and my departure. Obviously, that's a big topic on the show, but then we're not just going to stop there. The show must go on, and we're going to specifically talk about Mario Odyssey, Metroid Samus Returns uh, and also even there's a Metroid Prime 4 I think mean, what's going on like all of our dreams came true the C3 then we're going to grade Nintendo's E3 performance and talk a little bit about the whole package and finally we're going to reminisce and talk a little bit about the future of the show and what that means for you. Uh, joining me to talk about it this week Zach Ryan. Howdy air schneider you rotten little <laughs> <laughs> and Brian altano can we bring the energy up in here a little bit funeral i can't tell if it's yeah. because you're recovering well, from the ebola yeah. flu or well, his sentimental cool. but, his, yeah. his voice oh, is good. It, it, it's a mi- yeah. it's a mix of a few things i uh i you know you always picture i pictured how this would go in my head uh-huh. and it's already gone off the rails was it like confetti and like champagne and i don't yeah. know i mean you got some like that was, dumb. Yeah. yeah all right before we get on with this though uh, really quickly um you don't forget like so so. So, NVC is Nintendo Voice Chat, and you can find us on IGN.com. Just head over to the show tabs page and click down to find NVC. Or you can find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Nintendo Voice Chat, or search NVC, you'll be able to find us there. And you know what? Subscribe. This show's going to be around for a while, and there's some really cool stuff to talk about with that, and the changes that are coming are not the end of the world. This is going to be an awesome beginning, and that's how I look at things. Let's start with this announcement then. Metroid As, Prime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's start there. No, no, no. <laughs> um, no, I, so by now you've heard, I, I took a job. Um, I took a job at Nintendo. Uh, can't go into a lot of specifics about what it involves. Uh, but what I can tell you is that it's not something I, I didn't take a job at IGN to say, oh, well, Nintendo's next. If anything, people around me joked, they'd be like, one day you're going to end up at Nintendo. And I'd be like, whatever. Like, that's, that's not for me. Like, I enjoy this. Um, But something came along and it was just one of those like, well, I can try this and this could be cool, but... I don't know. Like it's scary. Like <laughs> I, it is. I'm why laughing are you laughing? Because, me? No,
1: I'm laughing because I've already seen conspiracy theories online. It's like, oh yeah, that's why he gave Zelda a ten. And it's like oh, he was already yeah. like, oh my god. Like what? Yeah, well, like Nintendo goes like, anyone who gives a Nintendo game a ten, we gotta hire them. They gotta, they gotta hire. Sense.
2: They that, gotta hire every single person who gave Breath of the Wild a ten. No, now that's no. like hundreds <laughs> of but, people. But
1: why? I, if I was Nintendo, then I'd hire the guy who gave it a six. Yeah. And then I'd invite him up in the office and go like, you're hired. You're fired. <laughs> that's oh cool. wow. That's
0: Oh, you so do. You it. Think that's how no, it look,
2: I'm glad you don't run Nintendo. No.
1: Yeah. will yeah, be drum. all yeah, F0. He he not run day. it yet. Not uh, yet. Yeah. No, no, I mean look guys, we're we're obviously uh we're obviously sad about this. Jose, you know that. We've talked about this a bunch. We learned, you know, right before E3 which out of the like if there was a book about like the worst time things oh, in the
0: yeah. history of things, you know, of that lie. would you would be in there. It's, it's at the top of the list for sure. It's so, near
3: the top. Yeah, I don't know that I would put it at the at the very top. At tip, the very top. top. But okay, yeah. good, good.
0: And so then Thank you know, you know
3: like, your timing wasn't wonderful. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Some people noted that you were absent from uh, a lot of our coverage. Obviously, he wasn't absent. He was working behind the scenes. But you know, there you don't want to have someone like with us having the knowledge that you were going to Nintendo and being on the air and Well, that would be unethical. That's my favorite show ever. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. no, that would have been hideous. We trust you wouldn't have done that. You would have been honest about it, but we we don't want to put anybody in that situation.
0: Yeah, and so I just, I got to thank you guys too, even uh, publicly acknowledge that I really appreciate you guys scrambling behind the scenes to change the live show, to change, uh, you know, a lot of editorial appointments and to show up and like take those spots because like, you know, it, it, saying yes meant, okay, you got to stop doing the thing you really like care about right now. Um, and that was hard, but you guys handled it very well, we, I must say that. We weren't, we weren't awesomely
1: happy about it,
0: to yeah. be honest, yeah, you know, know like,
1: know. We, were, we were banking on you for like the Bill Trinan interview to, you know, because that was our first time kind of to react, even though I didn't have a voice.
0: Yeah, I heard so you like, got
1: a, uh, like, you sounded really, really bad. That, that, we, did that the, we did a fan meet and greet at E3 uh, before E3, actually, mm-hmm. and the music was a little loud. Yeah. A little. So we had to, you know, answering questions from fans, like my voice was gone. Just yeah. shouting
2: questions or answers, yeah. So it's your final NVC. Yeah. Yeah. What are you yeah.
1: going to do? Are going to like
2: dance or do something?
1: Like, um, like are you going to rap?
2: I I don't
1: think you're
3: ready for that. I don't know that Jose's got that funky flow to to really get Uh, on the microphone. I I could do rap.
0: Oh man, I could (laughs) do plenty. Um, yeah. No, no, uh, I think instead, um, rather than, we'll spend some time reminiscing later about some of the the fun stuff we got to do on this show. What are we going to do on the show? Well, that's what I want to talk about, uh, because obviously, uh, there's a future in mind, of course, uh, and I'm very proud to, to help announce this. Uh, but uh, the future host of NBC is at this table, and if you look around real quick, Sean, let the, let the let them sort of look. Let's all point to him on three, two. One, hey, it is fair. Like, Schneider. It's absolutely <laughs> fair. Pear Schneider is yeah. going to basically, uh, you're going to be the interim host for NBC. Yes, that, that's sweet. That's sure. awesome. We're incredibly happy about um, it.
1: Same. I'm, yeah. I'm very happy with that too. Obviously you've got some like giant uh, boat size shoes to fill here. <laughs> <laughs> um, you you got a full time job as a video producer. True. Yeah, you've got a, you, how many shows do you host? I host too like many shows. I know when the,
2: the, the moment for like in transparency here, the moment Jose said he was going, <laughs> I ran a pair and I was like, I love NBC. I adore it. I want to be on it forever. I don't want to host it. Yeah. I don't want to host it. I host I, I I had just come off of E3. I hosted like six hours of Nintendo stuff one afternoon. This is a good opportunity for you because you've been at this company for forty years, and you finally, years. you finally get your own show. I'm 60 finally years. gonna make it. you finally uh, uh, it. well.
1: I'm, I am. I mean, I'm humbled. I'm obviously the third best choice. So that's yeah. great. Um, but we are actually looking for someone to really fill Jose's shoes, right? So if you're the kind of guy out there who's been writing articles, blogging, uh, making YouTube videos, streaming on Twitch. This is the time. I mean, pay attention. We have a couple of job openings on editorial. They don't come around all that often. Although it seems like Nintendo is hiring a lot of people from nobody. The opening, there are not that many openings, and it it is tough to break in. And you have to really show. You know, not like in the old days when I applied, where I could write a pretty article and hand it in. Right. You have to. You wrote you pretty have, articles. Ooh. Yes, yeah. I wrote pretty. <laughs> Flowery. Circles. Yeah. Flowery. Um, and I got mm-hmm. drew a lot little margins. margins. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, no, but you also have to show that you can you can do stuff on camera. Right. right. You can play and and commentate and all that stuff. So, if you think you have what it takes, find our our, our jobs wanted post and, and apply.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, Take and no Nintendo. Like. Oh yeah. Be a Nintendo expert. Like I'm. On this show, because I'm a huge Nintendo fan, but I would never call myself a Nintendo expert. You know what I mean? Right. Like, there's things, there's gaps in my Nintendo knowledge that I look to people like Jose, I look to people like Brian and Pear to be like, oh, that was actually this person, or that yeah. came out in this year. And like, while I know a lot of that stuff, I don't know all of it. And that's the kind of person that we're looking for is somebody that has that, that Nintendo knowledge to the highest degree. So, you know, and yeah. for now,
2: you know, you're gonna have to settle with the guy that reviewed Ocarina of time. Also good for (laughs) us. Also
3: fantastic.
2: Yeah, I mean like close
3: second, if you will. No, it's it's always
2: been an honor to work to work with you, around you, directly with you on the show. Um so I'm really excited to see where that goes. And you know, you're gonna have some help from your friends such Mm -hmm. as me and Zach. Mm -hmm. We'll bring on people like Miranda and Jonathan Dornbush and Alana and you know Max and everybody else we can throw into the mix to, you know, to bring in extra voices to help us cover the, you know, I you're you're you know your fire emblem. I don't. I don't know much about Pokemon. You know, we've got a well-versed those. staff of people yeah, that yeah. do, mm-hmm. you know,
0: I um, will say this, though, for, for the I think the best part about this message and I want to speak for the community here because stepping away from the show for a second, a lot of people admire you and a lot of people respect you. And I think that that is uh, I think it's a major trick, a major benefit uh, to having you in. this. Oh, thank you. Um, and it, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to it later, but it has been a pleasure to work with all of you on this. Yeah. Um, it's and awesome. we'll definitely, uh, we, we yeah, we got, you we got, can't, tissues You can't on start the, the waterworks yet. Uh, yeah. just in case. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> got, we got tissues on the ready for that, but let, let's transition. <laughs> all right. So let's talk a little bit here about, um, Let's start with Super Mario Odyssey, Metroid Samus Returns, and Metroid Prime 4. Three announcements, one of which we knew was coming, two of which we absolutely bet everything would not happen, uh, even though yeah, we've no, been kind kidding. of bringing it up for weeks right. on this show. Um, obviously, we now know where my hat is going, so I won't have too much to say. But she gets let's, a hat now. Yeah, yeah Mario gets yeah. a hat. I. I Let's start there with uh, all Nintendo properties moving forward. So with Mario Odyssey, let's start there. Major presence city 3 Yes. Biggest part of the booth, we got to see New Donk City, Tesorosa, a woodland area. Um, the idea of visiting kingdoms that this is the first sandbox Mario game since, uh, Mario Sunshine. Mm-hmm. 15 years, yeah. Yeah. And this hilarious and weird, and the internet loves it, capture mechanic. Right. Involving a hat named Cappy. <laughs> like, it, I was like, how could it get any more on the nose? But so good. Look, yeah. last time they got everybody talking
1: about having <coughs> cat outfits, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. they have this, they always have this, this little thing that they keep secret that makes people go, oh, that's so charming or so surprising. The whole capture mechanic, the fact that they started out the trailer with a T-Rex that looked right, like ripped right out of Universal Studios, Jurassic Park. They start with that and then they put a hat on it, then they put mustaches on things. And then you suddenly realize, you're like, oh, everything that was an enemy, I can take over now. Like, that's a well-kept secret too, I think. Well, not everything.
2: Most there's a weird there's a weird law to it in Nintendo universe as always. Uh, some of them have to have
3: hat, like if they have a hat already, you can't possess no, them. No, you can't wear it. Yeah, you have you a can't hat off just first. like capture like a, a yeah. real man on the street when you're running around New Donk City. No, but certain certain men in New Donk City you can. I have yeah. I had a lot of
2: listen to our Bill Trinan interview because uh, I had a lot of questions about stuff like that. Yeah,
1: you you were you are very kind of concerned with the, the I, physical I, like the actual. I went old Putnam
3: Whipple. Yes. Yeah, it's weird. Like, it's, it's a weird, weird thing yeah. to, to include in a Mario game. And I, I, you know, I, we've seen enough of Mario Odyssey in previous events, uh, that I kind of felt like I had a feel for it. And then that reveal when it was that he threw out the cap and took possession of like a bullet bill or something. frog was or my frog. favorite. A frog, yeah. It oh was like, goodness. and a cab. Oh, this is mm-hmm. weird as hell. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is, this is something totally new and wholly unique in a Mario game, which I'm all in for. It's got yeah. this sort of weird, like, Link's Awakening,
0: weirdness vibe to it no, that yes, I really No, it doesn't dig. stop like, there. Like, look at even, uh, you will go through a warp pipe and you are now on a mural in 8-Bit Graphics. Oh, um, yeah. Um, and it is cool, classic man. controls. Right. Uh, you have all these costume changes, too. Yep. I dressed up Mario as Joe Pesci. Like, he had, like, the black <laughs> pants and, like, the fedora. And I was like, he looks just like him. Um, it Um it, it is something that surprised me because, again, it, it is a, a sort of out-there mechanic, mechanical idea, but at the same time, they just somehow make it make sense is it, I mean is it
3: any is it any stranger or more out there than uh, Mario running around in space without a spacesuit on or Mario right, running around pack. with a water pack yeah. that yeah. propels or him or the, the double air, cherry like, just the yeah. idea that he
0: clones uh, yeah. I, yeah I think
1: this one is weirder like but when I played it I, I tried to throw my hat at, at a cab and it I couldn't take it over but I'd seen it in the trailer and the Nintendo rep said oh that's not in this version so they're, they're definitely things that weren't in the playable that we saw oh I was going to ask you if the cab already had a hat on yeah. so I, I think <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, doesn't they have a hat." I, it's got a little sign. Maybe if it's it occupied, the signage, like, yeah, you can yeah take it's, it over. I, it's a weird lot, no, but they said it wasn't in there. But like what, what struck me in that game is that, um, I was running around doing stuff and I saw kind of like this chasm. I'm like, Oh, how do I get over there? And I had forgotten that you can possess or, or, yeah. or capture a bullet bill. And then like, once you realize that, You just like, you see so many paths Mm -hmm. to everything and there are so many options. And it really is this kind of, it's got that sandbox, try everything mechanic that we saw in Breath of the Wild, but it's in this kind of, in this box, in this giant toy box. And like, this was one of the games where I just didn't want to stop playing at E3. I'm like playing. I'm like, but I didn't, I didn't see that thing over there yet. And it was a timed demo.
3: Oh yeah. yeah, Did any of you use your special media powers to, extend the 10 minute demo no is that <laughs> did anybody i don't think so like i know i was limited to uh, 10 minutes and i actually uh uh, went back a second time and played. So, first it's I played 20. New Donk City, yeah. and then yeah. the second time I went back and played what was the other area? Tessaro, the Tessaro. You know, yeah. yeah, area. Yeah, yeah
2: it's, it's, it's well, you know, um, I, I told this story on Up at Noon today, but we brought 12 people to, to Nintendo's because <laughs> everyone just wanted to play it. And we were yeah. like, we have an appointment, and everyone at IGN showed up, or at least a significant portion of us did. And we took turns passing the controller around. And uh, in New Donk City, everyone, what I noticed was they all ran in a different direction. Yeah. And yeah. they all went to collect different moons. And we got news over the last few days, there's 30 to 50. 50 new, uh, moons in each level. And the cool thing is is you get one and it doesn't pull you out. You keep going. Yeah. So there's something about that that really feels like a fun time sink to me. I mean, we're all we look at games like like Crackdown is the kind of game that's just like, oh, go out there and collect all the orbs, yeah. right? Yep. And then Mario, I think, has got a lot more, I don't want to say the word is soul, but there's just something to it that has mm-hmm. always been there for Mario games. And the idea of sitting down on the couch with my Switch in my hands and playing like 25 moons in a row and then getting up and getting on a train or getting in a car and keep, keeping that going is is fantastic.
0: Well, it's a little bit like, uh, I mean, you know the feeling very well because you've played Mario 64, you've played Mario Sunshine, Actually, and you, you know, know that like like finding those, uh, those, those stars. Screwed. Yeah, we're done. Uh, um, when you find these hidden collectibles that they have, it's almost a reward. There's a puzzle to be solved. And you feel that the puzzling, uh, aspect of Mario is a bit compounded more than it's ever been because there are things like, you know, what outfit are you wearing? Will that allow you to get access to a special place where you may find a moon? Or hey, you have to find these seeds in Testerosa right. to then bring them back to these three particular potted plants and then there may be something there. Right. There's just a lot of incentive to explore. And I feel like Breath of the Wild taps into that a bit with Coroxy. Especially with the Korok stuff, yeah, yeah. But but it doesn't feel as rewarding because yeah. there's nine hundred of them and I don't know that it translates to the same yeah. thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this game, uh, my, in my play experience, I kind of like, I picked, I was like, oh, there's gotta be a moon in this building, so I'm gonna go for it. And then it was almost like Homer Simpson seeing that dog walk by and go like, that dog has a, puppy a puppy tail. tail. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, look at that manhole cover. And then yep. you throw your hat at the manhole cover and you find something else, right? Yeah. Like, um, there were just so many little things to do. What struck me was that, um, it departed from sunshine and Mario 64 is kind of like very, um, very obvious objectives like take down a boss, slide yeah. down this thing, collect uh, you know ten coins. It departed from that to give you more kind of story-based missions. Like you know you can talk to a guy in a suit and he'll tell you I need a I'm, I need a scooter or you know like they'll tell you something that you need. So then. You move on, and in the back of your head, you had like, oh, that one guy wanted a scooter, this guy wants a cab. And you walk around, and you pursue another objective, and then you spot something. You're like, oh, I remember. So it has all this kind of multi-threading in it, which I think is really cool.
3: I think that... As we play more and see more of this game, there's going to be more and more lines drawn between this and Breath of the Wild because I did get a very similar feel to the way that like Breath of the Wild side quests work. Like that's how you're doing a lot of the quests in this game as well. Like you're talking to people in the world that are like, "Uh, it sure would be cool if I could get this thing. And you're like, okay, I've seen one of those somewhere else. I can go and find that now. Yeah, Yeah. 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 I think
2: like the, the things to look forward to most are sort of like how diverse does this world get, right? How weird does it get? You know, well, we, we saw like, it's like fake Mexico and fake New York and stuff yes. like that, but eventually there are these like sort of weird or abstract. Per- yeah, yeah, like candy like that polygon
3: world that, that we one, saw. Yeah. Like that That's really the one cool. that has
2: me the most like ooh, they're going to go very strange with yeah. this and I'm excited for
0: I, that. I would be willing to bet there is an amazing retro reference that none of us yeah. were even expecting mm-hmm. as one of those kingdoms and that'll be that thing that everyone talks about but when like, this game comes Like out. the
1: Van Gogh level before, you know, New or, or, Super Mario Brothers. Like right. the, yeah. Well, see, that yeah. was
0: more, uh, there, there, art-wise, that was more uh, unique. Well, but it's I mean, like out. more a, 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 an abstract or a callback to like 64 or well, Sunshine specifically. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we, Galaxy, we asked Bill about uh, that, right? We did, yeah. yeah and
2: yeah. Bill was like, well, you're just going to have to wait and see. You're going to have to wait and see. Galaxy, I believe it was a I'll Galaxy. I'll find out. I won't tell you. Galaxy, <laughs> two.
0: <laughs>
2: galaxy 2 had a couple of stages where you ran along the backs or the sort of face of like a giant 8-bit sprite versions of yeah. Mario and Luigi yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, right. the blocks changed shapes and rotated yeah. and
0: stuff like it, that. They did that a little in 3D World too yeah. where yeah. there was like uh, sort of homages. There were even Zelda homages in it. Remember there was like puzzle solving at one part. Yeah. You got to use like a fire flower to p- specifically turn on these torches. Yep. Although I didn't see that in this game. I still think that they'll, they will have those unique little call-outs in there because they know people eat that up, they yeah. love it. They and love there's always been,
3: that's always been part of Nintendo's MO yeah. in a lot of their first-party games is hiding those little things, those little nods for fans to find. I think yeah. the,
2: the, the, like the references we've seen just through the costumes and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I mean, when you collect yeah. coins, you bring them to that hat store, you can trade them in for new costumes and hats. One of them we saw was like the, the yellow Mario Maker helmet with yeah. the red, yeah. you know, like the yellow and red costume. Um, I, I, I wonder how deep those references go like just to see how far into like there's stuff from like Super Mario Land 2 where he gets bunny ears like, right sure mm-hmm. give me those you know yeah. like there's that space suit from Mario 2 that like you know precedes Galaxy in, in every way
0: like no but talking about the suits I mean he dresses up there's the uh, golf open Mario often in there there is the uh, Mario yeah. maker yeah. hard hat in uh, there uh, like there's, uh, there's Mario in a sombrero and poncho which is like, from so uh, the game Kix QIX which is
2: like a Game Boy puzzle game where you remember to, that thing you have to move lines and for some odd reason when you Beat like 3 or 4 levels in a row. They're like, "Here's Mario in Mexico." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, back to the game that has Everyone needs to do a with vacation, Mario. Brian. Yeah, really,
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what has me most excited about this game. We saw basically we got to play two levels. Mm-hmm. And in that yeah. level already, you got to experience like flight with a bullet bill like just on a kind of lateral plane. Then you got this weird cactus fruit thing that could sprout really long legs. Then you did the moai statue and you realized, wait a second, (laughs) this, this thing actually has a power that to reveal hidden blocks and like. Just starting to think like what's yes, in this game? Possibility. What's in all yeah. these other worlds? Is, you know, yeah. as
2: we said in, with the in the Bill Trinan episode, this is the kind of game people are going to be pulling apart for for decades. Yeah, they're going to be. I mean, there's Mario 64 speed runs that went up a week ago that are like sure. faster yep. than they've ever been, and yeah. they're like glitching through Bowser's chair, and all of stuff they're like, oh hey, I'm here. I have zero stars. I'm ready to kill you. And, and this one, you but, don't take fall damage
1: either, so it just encourages. Like, yeah, there's very I, like it's courageous jumps. I think it was right? Ryan
2: McCall. Jeffrey climbed to the very top of New Donk City and then just jumped off and
0: just lands, and he's just like, oh, hey, everyone, it's me, Mario. And everyone on the street's like, oh, God. Yeah, he goes,
2: uh, for
1: a second.
0: Um, It is fascinating, too, when you think about that each individual kingdom is a contained space. Yeah. And we're not talking about the level of freedom like a Breath of the Wild, right. for example. They're using smaller real estate to do a lot of things, and we're still having trouble finding it all, which I think is fascinating.
3: Yeah, and that was the most interesting thing to me. Like playing New Donk City in the first moments that I kind of picked up the controller and was getting used to the feel of everything, I was sort of a little taken aback at how, one, like, the game feels a lot slower than other Mario games. I think that it's sort of to encourage that sort of exploration, to take your time and see things. Um, but two, the variety within the level itself. Because when you're running around on the ground in that initial like New Donk City area, it feels like a very different sort of Mario game. You're talking to people, you're exploring like uh tunnels and things like that. But the one of the objectives that I had was to find something on a roof. And so like figuring out how to get up higher in the level and then all of a sudden i was running across moving platforms yep. there was construction zones that i was bouncing from blocks to block and like uh-huh. then i was like oh yeah this feels like the more traditional Mario that right, I'm used yeah. to seeing in a 3D space. Well, and they like, put a lot
0: of yeah. effort too into like movement because he has a lot of ways to get around. I mean, he can roll up into a little ball like Sonic style all of a sudden, That's which right. kind of blew my mind. Also, He also when talks he to normal people out, like in Sonic Adventure. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. <laughs> uh, I'm still kind of, I find myself fixated on the idea that he puts his hands out straight like he's been doing in 2D games for years, but for whatever reason, the 3D games never had that animation in it. And I almost mm. wonder, is there flight to this that we don't know about? Like why that hand signal? Right. It is just a very distinct thing to me that stood out from Super Mario Brothers Three and Super Mario world um and even the uh the more recent like new Super Mario Brothers series that had the power ups that you remember or uh it it just surprised me yeah. to see it there like mm-hmm. it just momentarily it shows up and then he puts it down. I'm like, is there a greater purpose for this or is it just a yeah, call yeah. out I'm know? really
2: interested to see how how sort of grand a lot of these play spaces get to be because if you look at something like Galaxy, you had these medium to large size worlds, but it was mostly a bunch of tinier areas that connected together to, to create a bigger system. Um, and then 3D world, obviously, every, every level in that game was roughly around the same size or at least felt like it. Yeah. And I adored 3D world, right? Yeah. Like, and sure, I adore galaxy, sure. but it's cool to see something that's back to, you know, like the first time I stepped on a Bob on battlefield in Mario 64, uh, you'll, you'll play it one of these days. I f- of
3: course I know, I, 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 I know. I know, those I know. Games. Oh, that was a joke. Uh, yeah. 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 Thank um, goodness.
2: Yeah is <laughs> in the comments they're already giving to you. Um, yeah it was like the kind of thing where you're like okay well these I'm fighting enemies that are six times bigger than me yeah. and I can see the top of a mountain but I don't know how to get to it right and there's a floating island in the sky and like so I'm really interested in all the the way all that works because with that game you would you would set up a star and in that star it would be like well only on star three are there cannons that can fire you over there mm. but when you remove all that um, you just have this massive playground so I'm really interested in sort of yeah, Well, what does how yeah, oh, due to interacts. level
0: design. Like, yep. that, that's the thing that kind of has me kind of questioning. Cause, you know, with Galaxy especially, I thought we've entered this, this period where you saw some of the best level design work. Oh, unbelievable, seen yeah. From Nintendo. I mean, granted, Mario 64 and Sunshine had yeah. their level design, but it felt like the emphasis was a bit stronger in Galaxy series only because the level was all you had. Like there wasn't a giant hub or the playground style mentality to it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, like yeah. for me, the style is back to my favorite type of Mario game. Sure, I, I yeah. love that and exploratory. Box and like, yeah. Sunshine was a was a great game. Yeah. It had some technical challenges, but it had some really kind of clever level designs. Out there, I really challenges. love Sunshine. Yeah. Um, the thing I didn't like about Sunshine was that you were locked into this this island world with I, I think pretty lame characters overall. Oh yeah, those guys and, are like, terrible. You lacked that wonderful var- variety you had in Super Mario World and like yeah. this one the people I mean, first, out. This, yeah. this new game first of all like nothing looks like any Mario game before it looks almost Sega-like you know like the city looks like out of Crazy Taxi I think like, like
2: Zach nailed it with the with the Sonic Adventure reference Yeah, I'm sort of yeah. just like well I think just the weird interaction of a cartoon character and humans and human men it's
1: weird yeah it's, but it's you exotic. also know they're going to Turnip Land and whatever like you know there's right. crazier worlds there and you know I hope there's some <coughs> throwbacks to like class, classic Mario Worlds as well like you know, remember like when, when uh, the levels where you like small and big, right. and like the world changes
0: around you, they had so many good ideas. Yeah, um, I guess, I guess the last thing I want to point out is that before we move on to the Metroids, because we really need to talk about those, um, is that this cappy mechanic, this capture mechanic really solves an interesting thing though that affected, I think Galaxy and even to some extent, Sunshine and N64. And, and it was that, There was no power-up game or very reduced role of a power-up game to the way that game, those games worked. You didn't have like your fire flowers or your traditional 2D stuff because on a 3D plane it had to work a little differently and in a 3D plane Mario had to be pretty much balanced to be good all the time. Mm -hmm. Yep. But now you have this idea that, well, I can possess whatever power I want. So if you have a hammer bro, you just throw your hat at him and now you're throwing hammers and you use that to solve something.
2: I I think it runs into the same sort of limitations that Galaxy had, whereas, you know, in Galaxy was like, you get the bee bee suit, Uh, but we have to make you go through water and then you'll lose it. You know, or you get this thing and but then we're gonna take it away from you. And I think this um you turn into a bullet bill for a little bit, but depending on certain criteria or certain areas, like you start flashing and then it goes away and you're back to Mario. Right. So I am interested to see if there's any sort of like lo- kind of long-term unlockables. Like if you do get a repertoire of different costumes that you can switch into and just be like, I always have the hammer suit now, or I
0: always have this, or like th- well, to see how cosmetic those things are and yeah. are Or if not, if this the utility is done in the right yeah. way, where every time you possess something, there is something nearby or in that level that yeah. can be that can, yeah. unlocked or Bring found. Because yeah. exactly. you, you
2: could get the cat suit in 3D World and carry it for the whole level. You could yep. get the Tanuki suit in 3D Land and carry it for the whole level. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how that works. I think that's kind of and even like the new super mario brothers games not only did you carry the power ups for the whole level but you kind of had to sometimes like you would beat an entire level as mini mario go back three worlds go to the fourth stage and right. then find a tunnel that you could only access as mm-hmm. many so it yeah, kind right. of uh inspired you to, to play in a very strategic way that made you not lose things rather than the game being designed in a way that would take it from you so
0: yeah i'm i mean i'm <laughs> crazy excited for it uh, anyway. I totally yeah. All right. So then, uh okay. along with our excitement uh, for that game, is that we got not one but two Metro games. So are we responsible for this? Can we just take? Can we take credit? Is that is that possible? I don't think wearing a t shirt every other week
3: is hey, gonna we really like bringing it back a series. hey, we said it every episode. We made a
0: Metroid reference. No, we're not yeah, responsible. We, we, for this. we, we were kidding. not
1: the only people on the planet to constantly. Well, say we were. What the, happened. We were loud. Oh, like Smash Brothers had Samus in it, and she's a. Uh, an incredibly popular character, Smash Brothers had two Samus's in it, right? Like, it was only a matter of time, but it seemed like Japan just wasn't focused on it. And so, I mean, I'd like to imagine that NOA had a big role in saying, hey, we got to get going on this. But I also think Nintendo looked at the lineup of this machine and said, well, we don't have Battlefront 2. We need a first person shooter. First person shooters are the top selling genre in the world of console gaming. And I think that's where they said Metroid Prime has to come back. Not just Metroid, Metroid, Metroid Prime, Prime, right? Yeah. And then I mean the Mercury Steam thing, which they revealed later. They didn't even reveal um, during the E3 no, spotlight, the spotlight. was only an, about Switch. An extra, um, an extra reveal. Um, I mean. I I was just so happy to see that they hadn't forgotten about the 2D game. We've been saying for years now. How cool is that?
2: It was like, oh, if you couldn't develop a 2D Metroid internally, throw it to a team that can. Um, And, you know, we all had different picks. My my pick for years was Yacht Club. You know, the Shovel Knight guys. But uh, to see this go to a team that uh, originally, when we were like, oh, they made Castlevania for 3DS, yeah. which was, you know, whatever. Specifically, Mirror of Fate too. Yeah, yeah. And which then it yeah. wasn't received very well. Right. Yeah. And then looking at the way this is coming together, I, m- my fears were immediately thrown out the window. I mean, you have that whole, there's that thing where you're like, oh my god, there's a new Metroid game. Oh my god, there's two new Metroid games. Okay, wait, one of them's for 3DS. Oh, it's being yeah. made by these guys. Oh, wait, but people are telling me it's awesome, and then people are playing it that we work with, and yeah, I, I mean. It seems the timing seems weird weird for a 3DS game, but it's
3: also there's 60 million of those out there, so like why I not? I can't think of a better swan song for the 3DS if yeah. that's what this <laughs> is than yeah. uh, than a traditional 2D Metroid game. Yeah, I feel them. like if you sold your 3DS to get a
2: Switch, like I'm sorry. Yeah, but I mean buy buy a, buy a yeah. dirt cheap 2DS, you know. Yeah. The,
1: the the selection of Mercury scene, I mean, I think it, it makes sense if you look at what those guys have done, right? Mm. They they have worked on 2D games with polygonal characters and stuff. I don't want to hold Castlevania against him. Like, it certainly wasn't a bad game, right? There are lots of people who did like the 3DS game. Um, and, uh, I also, you know, this is not a dig at Konami, but I think Nintendo takes the approach of saying, we're going to have to take time to get this right. And if it's not right, we're going to delay it, right? They have always been very open to taking their biggest game of the year and saying, Oh, sorry, sorry. Now it's next, next year, year. Right? right? And so I have a lot of confidence. When I first saw the footage running, I was like, Oh, Metro, Samus looks really like skinny and like it looked really stiff. But then when you like play it and you like see it a little bit more, it actually all looks really good. Yeah. Like, and, blown up on a big screen 3DS games never look that great That's true. Yeah. but on the small screen it's it's pretty and, and it's, you, it's
3: fluid yeah. runs great did you get a chance to play it? yeah a little bit Yeah. Sam Claiborne played it as well and yeah. he said that it he, like the Biggest c- accommodation that he could give it. I said, How is it? And he goes, Feels like Metroid. Yeah, yeah, yeah he said, awesome. it feels great. Like, uh, it seems fast uh, and arcadey. I, you know, I, I played the
2: original as a kid, which is like bizarre because it's a, such a strange game. Yeah, yeah, to a do
3: a remake, to choose to do a remake of the second Metroid game, especially like in an era after AM2, mm-hmm. you know, this sort of unsanctioned. Uh, unqualified uh, fan remake and then you've got this, they're like, no, no, no. we'll take that, we'll do it ourselves, we'll do it better maybe, Uh, I don't know. I mean, Zero Mission, um,
2: this is like controversial, but Zero Mission is probably my favorite 2D Metroid. Zero Mission, good one. Great game. It's up there. I really, really like it. It's definitely up there. And that's no no shot at Super Metroid, which is phenomenal, but
0: Zero Mission is like... no charge shot uh, at Super Metroid. I knew he was going to say. Um, I do want to focus a little on the mechanics of Samus Returns, right? One of the things that I thought was really smart that they focused on in the presentation was showing that, Samus has a counter.
3: Yeah, that counter is awesome. <laughs> in yeah. every
0: video game, you are at the mercy of when they get too close because what do you have to do? Create space to shoot back yep. at them, and yeah. this completely fixes that issue. Of okay, they come in, whap, smack them into yep. the air, yeah. turn them around, expose a weakness, and it even seems like um, the cutscene-driven. There's there's cutscene elements in the boss fights because mm-hmm. if you watch some of the boss fights they had, um, like there was one that. I forgot what they call the creature, but it basically looked like an alien xenomorph. I don't remember the name of it, though, uh, but you saw it uh, during the demonstration. uh, They showed it later on. And... The, the mechanics used in that fight where you have to kind of soften it up and then go for the counter at a very specific moment and then like grab it by the tail at one point. Like you're firing at its gut and then grabbing it by the tail to like whip around it. And I'm just there like, holy cow, like are you pressing buttons the entire time? Yeah. And if so, that is very cool because that almost is very, I mean, not production wise similar, but gameplay wise similar to Uncharted. Uncharted has this great rule that no cutscene should be cooler than something you do in gameplay. In yeah. fact, gameplay should be the coolest thing you do and cutscenes yeah. are exposition. I
2: mean, and it's like we've never described or not in a very long time have described sort of 2D Metroid games. I mean, we haven't had to describe them at all because they haven't been any. But as like <laughs> something we would call cinematic, you know? Yeah. I mean, there there are obviously there are cinematics in the in Super Metroid and we got some story stuff in uh Fusion which we mostly didn 't really want right mm-hmm. um, and Zero mission was a remake with some you know some still images and stuff, but this has like full on camera panning, like this is and that's why it answers your question immediately of like why isn't this like pixel art why isn't this sprite based? and it's like well because you can't do anything that dynamic and it's it's taking a great lesson from other M of all places which did that incredibly well yeah you know like you would have boss fights you would have cinematic moments in other M where the camera would spin around and make you feel badass
3: yeah Yeah. this is doing that in a handheld now it's an unpopular opinion when I've said here before but there's parts of other M that I really love me too and seeing the similarities in uh, Samus Returns to some of the stuff that I dug from Other M. Yep. Got me really excited for it. So. But it's fixed. I mean, uh, Samus Returns is fixed 2D. Correct. Right? Like the, the kind of angled
1: things. Like it seems to be only special sequences. Yeah, you're not, you're not like
0: running towards yeah, the camera. It's right. or not Crash Bandicoot or anything Z- like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, but, uh,
1: no, I mean, just kind of comparing it to the Game Boy game, obviously, you know, there are the moments where Samus is really big on screen just like in the in the Game Boy game. Right. But then they're all, the, uh, I mean, you see the spider ball mechanic returning but you see all these other things like she couldn't pull herself up to ledges in the Game Boy one right No, that yeah. started with fusion so, and yeah. kind so they of added
2: stuff. you know yeah. like it's really a greatest hits of moves from all the different versions Mario pulls himself up on ledges in Odyssey this is a good year for that I guess for yeah? Nintendo um, Assassin's
0: Creed age yeah I will say oh didn't Mario do that in 64 I might be bugging. um I don't think so Not yeah I like know I'm, I'm pretty sure but I it doesn't matter it would, I think the more important thing is it is so fun that they are making sure that these mechanics and these things sort yeah. of carry over, no. and specifically with, with Metroid, like I, I downloaded the trailer on 3ds just to see it in 3d, and I was like, "This looks I really do that. good." Yeah, then, I gotta do that yeah. too. This That's looks a good point. very good. Uh, if you haven't downloaded it already, if you still own your 3ds, mm-hmm. I think uh, just, just pause the show, go check it it's, out. Uh, it's grab that it hate. It's pic cool. Demo then, while you're there. Yeah. The well, in UK, not in US yet. The um, July What's in cool? July we get it.
1: But the yeah. Metroid Prime <laughs> reveal. I mean the. The reveal of Metroid Prime Four—it was a, it was a logo, right? Yeah, it was a—it was a Photoshop logo, right? Like, yeah, you know, or After Effects, it or whatever, right? What but it was—but like it was But it was the—it was the Metroid Prime Three Metroid logo. I'm glad you said with it. a four. Yeah, <laughs> shift Prime shifted yeah. over with an odd-looking, uh, you know, Resident Evil Giraffe Four on the side. Yeah, um, but it still got me super excited because it was basically Nintendo saying, "Okay, we hear you guys asking for this." Yes, it is coming. And not just Metroid is coming. Prime Prime is coming. coming. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so like to me it was a really effective reveal because it was more than
2: just Metroid Tentative. It was actually Metroid Prime Four. Yeah, and it, this was a great celebration of the fact that we've been wanting something like this for a ten years now. Obviously, a sequel to Metroid Prime Three, but it's also like we've seen Metroid stuff in Nintendo games for so long that it's like it's such a tease. It's yeah. such a tease, right? Yeah. Like you got you got you got like there was a level in Nintendo Land. There's stuff in Animal Crossing. There's stuff in there's references in pretty much every game. There were amiibo. Like they they made merchandise. You know, yeah. in the last few years, that I bought like little Samus's to put on my desk, and oh, there's, there's no new game. And then now we're there's two at the same time, and it's it was done so perfectly because you couldn't it shut everybody up basically. Yeah, you couldn't have anybody being like, I prefer it in 2D. Well, here it is. I like the prime ones. Well, they're making that too. I.
0: Well, pinball. <laughs> yeah, it could also like, be a smart play because with with 2DS and putting it out on 3DS, if that is in fact the intended for a younger audience, which I'm not sure, but so far the marketing seems to say that. Uh, you're intru- reintroducing these kids to or introducing them to a series that yeah. is one of your best. And then in two, three, wh- wh- how many years it takes for Metroid Prime four to to resurface? They'll have the attachment It'll be a completely different game though sure right uh, let's see how that happens but, but I mean, look at look at good. those of
3: us that grew up on Super Metroid and how quickly we adapted to Metroid Prime. oh no, right. we did and you know it was I mean? so
0: exciting I mean I yeah. remember
3: hearing about seeing like trailers for prime and and hearing that it was going to be this first person shooter and being like that's not metroid and then an hour into that game, you know, the only sentiment that you could possibly have is like, yes, this is absolutely. Oh, a magic yeah. Game.
2: I well, mean, well, no, I and it's, it's just like. like, like the First uh, time the
3: visor comes down and
2: you yeah. see the fog build up, you're yeah. like, oh, <laughs> I am the same. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> the well, and it's a lot like uh, the. 3D, 2D separation between the Mario games, but instead yeah. of, uh, it's much different perspective, right? Like yeah. one is very much more intense and in there versus the other that's removed. Also, so yeah, children have,
2: all over the world have tons of training training from Metroid Prime Federation Force. True. That's true. And last we, year. By
1: the way, we have enough buttons for all the visor stuff and everything. The 3DS just wasn't, or well, the DS wasn't really made for a 3D. No, shooter, yeah, yeah I I, maybe the, right you now. This is going to work just fine.
3: For, yeah. Uh, uh, can I just one. say that I don't think that I've ever seen the IGN War Room go through such a range of emotions at E3 during uh, any sort of trailer as yeah. as I saw during the Metroid Prime 4 reveal, which is only, what, like 30 seconds or something? Yeah. From, yeah. But there's the dark screen, and everybody's kind of like, oh, I wonder what this is going to be. And then like the sounds kind of start yeah. up, and there's this like cautious optimism, and people are like... I don't think that's what that is, but this could be it. And then as soon as the the 4 popped up, people just started losing their minds yeah. and was like standing up and clapping and cheering. It was great. It's so yeah.
2: funny to just see a bunch of like a grown adults it's... start screaming at a number. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> 4. I love 4. The fourth thing that I love. So was I was at
1: the I was at the pre-event. There was a and a around Mario and everything and they they obviously they showed us the presentation. Yeah, and, you knew? Um and uh, yeah, we well, yeah, had to keep it quiet, of course. But um, but like when the when the when the fog came in, it went yeah, yeah, that noise. Yeah. Like I was like, I just turned around, and there were like a lot of grinning Nintendo people in the back, yeah. and. Uh, still most people in the room had no idea what it was i really? was so surprised God. yeah like when the blue fo- fog starts making an s i'm like oh you bastards yeah. i don't yeah. i don't watch a lot so of good. like
2: um, like sort of reaction culture videos on youtube but there was one that was going around the other day that was just like 25 minutes of hardcore nintendo fans losing it to mm-hmm. yeah. that, that number coming in I mean, and it's infectious did you see the video of the at nintendo world store in new york city yeah, yeah. Saw it's that just out. like yeah. over the shoulders and they're just like it's 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 so awesome to see that. yeah well, it's just our so buddy, cool. uh, <coughs> our
3: buddy Tim Gettys, damn near did a backflip. No, yeah, his, yeah, during that reveal. That yeah. yeah,
2: I mean, it's just fantastic, right? Like, yeah. it's just, it's just so cool to see this franchise return. Um, it's been long enough. We like, I mean, we we covered like Assassin's Creed at E3, which is a franchise that's taking two years off, and everybody's excited about it coming back. And it's yeah. like, hey, how about ten years? Yeah, like, what does that look like? I, I like,
0: I
1: I don't like the annual approach. Like, Me I neither. feel like you know, especially with these big games, I also want. time. Time to like breathe after I finish them I, I don't want to play another Witcher game you know this year I, I, I want some time to pass and like mm-hmm. th- I don't want as much time to pass as with Metroid because we've gone through that period before like N64 where like where is the follow up to to the Metroid franchise and it took, took forever to come back and uh, hopefully this is now like Fire Emblem when Nintendo says this is one of our staple franchises, we're gonna renew it every two years. Yeah. Or every three years you're gonna I mean get
3: one. Hopefully it's not like Fire Emblem though, because I feel like they're there, just cranking out Fire yeah. Emblem yeah. all the time. There, yeah. there are
2: a lot of them now. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's an interesting franchise because sales wise, uh, it hasn't really moved the needle in a very long time. I mean you have a That's couple right. of, you have a couple of prime games I think have have crossed a million. Yeah. But in in all in all, I mean it sells in general it sells better than something like F-Zero but all in all like you know this is it feels special that this is happening because it's not really a guaranteed bet but no. things are going so well with Switch and the, the 3DS has such a strong and stable you know big audience and user base there that like it's good to see these things come back and I hope um, I hope that people support them I think what you ran more. into
1: is like I mean that's the kind of the family audience problem right like the Wii a Metroid game was really not at home on the Wii right and it was a, it was a good I, game I and it I demonstrated great no no but yeah. it demonstrated the controls the welding stuff was yeah. awesome but it wasn't as, as at home as far as the audience the, went. Right. people didn't ru- run out to buy this game yeah that's sort it was of like hard Mario sci-fi. Yeah. Mario Kart Wii Sports all of these games sold really really well Metroid struggled on that machine and i think with the switch i do think the switch is bringing a lot of lapsed nintendo fans back into fold mm-hmm. yeah breath of the wild is is a game you can't ignore yeah, you know, as a as a player who played a Zelda game back in the sixteen or
0: eighteen bit days, and century. you see this, you are like, you are going to come back, right? Sorry, mm-hmm. I had to say something. Huh? That was sixteenth century, is what 16th I said. Sixteenth century, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a very uh, old company. Yeah, 125 one hundred twenty five. One
3: we haven't touched on, uh, not retro. Oh yeah, say. that's
2: yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Interested to see what they're working on. Yeah,
3: where? What are they doing? If not Metroid Prime Four? Like, what's their deal? Yeah, right? yes, what are song? you doing? Yeah.
2: Um,
1: Well, I mean, obviously it's, I was surprised that a retro game didn't show, um, wasn't shown this year at E3 because they have been silent for a while. We haven't seen anything. Of course they've been working on stuff. You know, I, I, on the one hand, I'm sad that retro doesn't get to, you know, be the, probably not, right? Be the main developer on, on this game. We don't know if they're helping with anything, if they're consulting or if, you know, Michael Kelbaugh, anybody from that side is actually helping out with this project. We have no idea. Um, but we know they're working on something. And I think that's pretty exciting that either they're getting to tackle an existing other Nintendo franchise or they're doing something completely new that we haven't seen. So yeah. I'm, I'm cool with that. So then
3: the question remains, yeah. Come on. who's making Metroid?
1: Who's making Metroid? Well, they said it was a new team. That's right. That can mean... Really a newly assembled team, or it can be a new team from the teams that have done it before. Right. Mm-hmm. It or could. a new team that's never done it before. I mean, new team could also mean
2: like, oh yeah, the Smash Brothers Namco team is working on it. Like, yeah. we just don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of like fresh young energy at Nintendo right now, aside from Jose, but there's a yeah. good. <laughs> <Yeah. Just laughs> There's a good, there's a good, I mean, you have people making Splatoon, you have people making ARMS, right, there's a, that that gotcha. Yeah, 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 that's all right. He's
1: feeling his age right now. Uh, Oh, it doesn't matter. There's a, you know,
2: there's, there's a new school, right? And like you look at, you look at, you look at E3 and it's, it's really, I think it's more and more about the new voices and stuff like that coming in and creating new ideas. Yeah, I'm no spring chicken. I can smell I can smell my own.
0: <laughs> I'm no spring chicken. All right, uh let's uh
1: hey, Jose, why, why do not you um whyn't you find out who's making that game just Oh, sure. Cool. Yeah. Let us know. yeah. Oh, oh, it's not oh, off mm, in the comments below. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they'll love yeah.
0: that. Yeah. Yep, have good luck with that. Uh so, uh next segment, let's talk about uh grading Nintendo's performance at E3 2017. So, we're looking mm-hmm. at the whole package here. You have the E3 Spotlight, which mostly focused on Switch. You have Treehouse Lives, which focused on a lot of th- stuff, if you think about it. And then you even have the Invitationals, which hopefully you guys have caught up with. I've I've seen a few, so I could talk a little bit to those. Um, but as a whole, you know, we've got announcements, right? We've got or we've got trailers for like Xenoblade and they showed Kirby for the first time. You got a Pokémon Tournament reminder along with, hey, we're making a new Pokemon RPG. You got Metroid Prime 4, Fire Emblem Warriors, a Zelda sort of section that was all about the DLC pack is coming. That was cool. Uh, the yeah. name of the second uh, pack, which apparently I think is being called the Champions Ballad. Mm-hmm. Um, new Amiibo for each of the champions. Um, and uh, the Skyrim Zelda reminder. Yeah, we yeah. missed the Zelda, by the way, like the, the, the Metroid, like squishy. Oh man, that, that if you're listening frustrated, apologies for that. These guys were going on long enough about Samus Returns. I, didn't, I thought about bringing it up and I was like, let me just let them finish. Oh, you know I was excited about that one. <coughs> Already pre-ordered. Immediately, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, So then... That's September, right? Yep. Yep. It's so so soon. That's so crazy. That's awesome. I think uh, someone from Nintendo told Kotaku, that game's done. They're just in polished state at this point. That's so awesome.
2: Um,
1: That's a long polished
0: time. Yeah, so Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle was shown, Rocket League uh, with Nintendo-branded content and cross-play, and Super Mario Odyssey. So that's just the spotlight as a whole. But how did they do? Give me the quick your quick reaction, your gut reaction, one sentence, who wants to go first? And then you can expand on that.
2: Uh I would say A minus um I oh. I thought they had a fantastic showing across everything. I think that the pacing of it was a little weird. Like I would have loved to see that Metroid announcement folded into uh, the Metroid Prime 4 announcement. And I would have loved to see the, CD. Oh, Samus Returns yeah. one. and the Breath of the Wild Link tunic in Skyrim thing folded into their conference and not Bethesda's. Like, mm. there was just, and I would have liked to see, obviously, I'm, I always say this, but more third party stuff. But, you know, I think Rocket League's a good start, you know, finding yeah. out more about Skyrim's good. Uh, I just want more and more of that. And that's on, on them as much as it is everybody else to pay attention and see that this thing's doing well.
0: That no, I'm, I'm
1: surprised at you high rating. I mean, I, I want to clarify. I I, lo- I loved what I saw of, of uh, Mario. I love the reveals of the Metroid games. If I had to grade the spotlight itself, I'd give it a C plus. And that's because I thought the pacing of it was really odd. It like started with Xenoblade and it did not look yeah. that great. It looked very flat and not unpolished. And like, I don't think the, I don't, I don't think the, it was mounted the right way. Had they taken the reveal of the 3ds Metroid game, which happened afterwards, and had built this into the into the spotlight, and I know they wanted to focus on Switch, but they could have had a moment where they said, "Hey, 3ds owners, we haven't forgotten about you," and then rolled into Metroid. I think they would have had all these emotional highs. I think they could have constructed it better. So, but w- as an overall showing, it was really successful, and I liked it a lot I better. Would give it ton. Yeah, I would give it definitely a B plus overall. The the. Thing I didn't like was that I I looked at the showing I said crap the third parties are still not there yeah we've we've demonstrated Nintendo has demonstrated that this machine is good and people want it and e three gave us, again, FIFA and basically didn't give us a lot of it. It's an older That's version true. of FIFA yeah. being ported. I thought the rabbits moment in the Ubisoft conference, my favorite conference at the yeah. show, Ubisoft had so much heart. That was really good. And the
0: Rocket League thing was a good third party.
1: And then party, Rocket you know? League was awesome. The Skyrim thing was awesome, but the third party's
0: not Minecraft showing up Better the Together update. What about that? It's You gotta cool. switch. In it's a cool. Microsoft but that was, that, that was, that was yeah. in the
1: Microsoft concert. Yeah. But like, I, I, I thought for sure they would give people confidence that the third parties are not staying away, and they understand that this is a different machine from the Xbox and PS4, and so you would see support, more support from you know from from Sega and EA and Ubisoft, Soft and everything. That
0: just wasn't that much. Well, in a way out, it doesn't help that a way out looks like a Switch game, like in, in terms yeah. of it is a two-player driven yeah. adventure where you would imagine just popping off the Joy-Con and doing those assignments yeah. between yeah. two and, people.
1: And I want to be clear, I don't want I don't want games to be designed for this machine that have a hard time running on it or something. You know, like a game, like a you know, an Assassin's Creed where you have to downspec it. Like, I, I was hoping that f- Nintendo and third parties would come to terms in figuring out what's unique about this machine and what games you should bring. Now yeah. there are lots of cool indie games coming. I thought the Rocket League announcement was fantastic. That is, it's a game we've asked for. That was, by the way, one of my E3 predictions. I think the one I got right. Yeah. Really? Um, yeah. But um, but there. You know, like, I wanted more of kind of like, this is the future of Switch. Here's this year, which I'm excited about with Splatoon and Mario. It's so cool. And here's what next year is going to look like with the help from our friends. I didn't quite get that, and that's why I was a little down.
3: That that was Paris. One sentence. Yeah, I was, was going to say that's a, that um, was quite a sentence. Yeah. Sorry. So I,
0: I will say German German sentences. I will say
3: to your point about um the weird pacing and and 3ds being left out of uh, the spotlight. Uh, keep in mind this is Nintendo's first E3 with the Switch officially announced. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Last year we saw a lot of Breath of the Wild, but that was in the days when it was still the Nintendo NX and we had no idea what this system was. Yep. So I totally understand them uh, dedicating their entire spotlight just to the Switch to make that a, a singular entity. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I also give them a B+, uh, not necessarily for the same reasons. I think <laughs> having a game like Mario and Rabbids, um, which I loved, I was completely blown away by how, how into uh, that game I was. Mm-hmm. And, like, full disclosure, when that game leaked, I was like, that is the dumbest idea. Yep. And then seeing it on <laughs> Ubisoft stage, seeing the support of Miyamoto behind it, I was like, okay, this has the potential to be something very, very cool. And just that, that vote of confidence from a publisher, a developer like Ubisoft alone to me signals like, okay, maybe more third parties will see this and jump on board, yep. which I think is great. The B plus for me comes from the idea that Nintendo has set up such an awesome year um, through the end of this year with uh, uh, Splatoon, uh, Splatoon 2, uh, Metroid, Samus Returns, um, Mario Odyssey, right? Mm-hmm. And then next yep. year we're getting things like Yoshi, Kirby, uh yeah. Already, they've said 2018, that's coming out. That's great, but I think it was a huge miss to announce a Pokemon RPG, which people have been clamoring clamoring for for decades, and to announce a game like Metroid Pride 4 and be like, it's coming. It's you, in you development. So, so it's coming soon. Like I, I think it's smart to let put it on people's radar. Mm. But I also think it's one of those things where it's like, okay, but what happens if, like you're saying, it doesn't meet the Nintendo yeah. level of polish and it gets delayed four or five years? Like, yeah. who, well, I think you're allowed that trick uh, as a as a as a publisher
2: once every three or four E E3s. When you have a new platform, right? right? I think it, yeah, and I think you can do it. You can do it. Like if. So if, if if Nintendo came out every single year and they did that and, n- and never really materialized, which some of the other guys are starting to get flack for, um, I would think that's a problem. But they yeah. predominantly focus on stuff that you'll be playing within the sec- next six months or a year. Yeah. yeah, it's a weird it's a weird show because it's um, the this is a very different, and we'll talk about the Wii U era in a minute because that's when we made a lot of NVCs. But this is a very different era uh-huh. than that, right? Like this is an era where we're coming off fresh off of Mario Kart, Zelda. Arms, Splatoon's coming out. Um, There's a ton of cool indies coming every single week. The system's selling really well. It's not... I feel like the pressure's not... like You don't need to get an A-plus when you've got pretty good grades all year. You've
0: got Overcooked on the way. You've got Kerbal on the way. You've got a lot of... You know, games that people either recognize or are excited for. Yeah. on the way for this the most part. They're just not from everybody. Big, yeah. yeah, but they're just not from the EAs and the Wii U is like and other publishers. E3 right? had to save the Wii U. Yeah, you
2: know, yeah. and it didn't year after year. You're like, this is going to be the one we're going to get everything, and they were like, no. To no, give you an sorry. example, though, like if I had done the
1: spot, like I don't, I don't mean to play like armchair producer because like Nintendo did a lot of stuff at E3 they did a lot well like beautiful booth awesome presentations all that when streams like, on stream me on, the spotlight yeah. then should have been like you guys want to play a lot of games on 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 the switch here's what's coming, and then done every month, basically saying like, this month you're playing this, this month you're playing that, like done it like this to show you, you don't have to worry about having that software drought. And then done the announcements like, oh, you have all these big questions uh, about, will there ever be a real Pokemon RPG on this? Will there ever be a real Metroid on it in what way? And I love those logo and the Pokemon announcement because it answered that nagging question. Will the 3DS always be home to the real Pokemon game when we get like stadium and stuff? And spinoffs, are we going to get the real deal? And they said, Game Freak is working on this. And that means it's the real deal. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that. I just felt like the, the way the presentation went, they could have really <laughs> nailed the emotion, m- emotional beats if they had played to like Reggie's strengths and just done a little bit better of a job at like
3: storytelling. He did have that cool poem at the beginning though when he was on the yeah. beach. That was strange. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It was yeah. yeah, It was an interesting presentation. I felt like they probably would have loved to have more time to prep for this. You know, they got a lot of irons in the fire. Like the Pokemon thing. Like think about like other companies. Render, like, they would do a big CG trailer. Well, that's They'd the spend, thing. Like, like two months on it. No, they felt
2: like, no, look at Shenmue. Like, they didn't, you, sometimes it's, you just get a logo. Well, like, that's And Shenmue. it's not, that's, it's not yeah. great, but you're, like I said, you're allowed to do that every three or four years. Like, play, Sony came out and they're like, Shenmue, and then like, we got this. we started game. Yeah. Like, it's a little different.
3: But they didn't even Nintendo's, know if they were
2: going to be able to make it.
3: Nintendo's also been really good about showing, e- even at like, a, spec tech demo you know what i mean like for yeah. that legend of zelda demo with the uh, the giant spider from the wii u yep, yep, you know right. like even something like that that's just like here is a tone piece would have been sort of nice right. other yeah, than just I like mean, hey is that come. better though it's that,
2: coming because for like five years I was like where's that game and then we never got it right like <laughs> even
0: when uh, yeah when uh, Twilight Princess HD came out it didn't look like that no no no. no. I, so I don't know I don't know it's better t- seeing a logo yeah. or seeing a tone piece of something I mean the like, challenge a, a is right is 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 there footage to show and it look obviously in both cases there was not footage no. to show we don't right. know it right. and, and Nintendo Prime. doesn't really do target renders yeah. they don't do like big CG like trailers sure. when they announce something it's usually this is what the game will look like this is what we're confident I'll look at the Yoshi and Kirby uh, yeah, Or look this at year. the like, Breath of the Wild when they first showed it and we didn't know what it was yeah. subtitled. I, I actually we were there think, like, holy cow, like you, he just ran away from that thing. We don't know what its name is, but I mean, granted, whatever, the game came out, it didn't kick up a bridge and like corner mm. you, so you had to fight it there, but that still kind of sold the moment of what they were going for and we were just there, like, holy cow.
1: Do you think a line of code was written on Metroid Prime
0: or do you think a, like really, a single line of code? Do you think they started coding? not one.
1: Oh, they're in oh, the really? planning really? phase. Oh, no, I think no, they're, I they're in pre-
3: yeah,
2: I think they're super early too. Yeah, I think they're super uh, early, but I think they're they're playing with. it. I don't think they've even done a title.
3: I think screen because I the
2: otherwise they would have used that
3: holiday 2019 <laughs> at the earliest. Like yeah. I think you we're know, so what, far if off. If you're
1: working off the Prime template, though, it's not like you have to start over from True. scratch
2: completely. Yeah, I feel like you do. You did the title screen last. You
1: know,
3: I think, the, think there'll be. think
2: there'll be
1: a more. Is
0: that like on a book? <laughs> yeah. You write the first. I, I would say that the thing that stood out to be about Metroid Prime Four uh, being announced the way that it was is that um, if Samus Returns had been announced without a Prime 4 I think people would have been upset. Yeah. yeah I think the I sentiment would have been That's a really where is Metroid for Switch more so than no. I know you brought up the first person shooter genre thing but I think to them it's more we're announcing a Metroid game for 3DS yeah is this the story? And I don't know that it is. I mean, this is just my wh- what's left of old uh, journalist Jose kind of turning but, his ears. But geared. imagine
1: if they had said, we haven't forgotten about the 3DS. It's going to see this and this and this. And with that. this little game. And then they would have ro- rolled the kind of like little Metroid Samus Return trailer. And then at the end, they would have said, oh, Switch? And then they would have shown the Metroid Prime Four thing. Then people would have lost their money. Well,
2: they you know? created this like arbitrary rule where they're like, "Well, we're, we're mostly focusing on uh, Switch software," and then they ended it and then ran into uh, the, the the live show where they're like, "We also have another Metroid game." Yep. So I think that, like, like, like I said, I would have loved to see all that together because that yep. would have been. I mean, you probably would have killed a couple people with excitement. <laughs> yeah. Or like you know, but, but right. everything on its own was good. Like it's like the the things were good. Xenoblade,
1: I didn't think showed very well. Like I, yeah. I wasn't watching that going, mm. but I know Especially that those games opener. are good, so I'm excited to play it. You yeah.
0: Know? All right. Well, uh, it sounds like we've said a ton on yep. grading Nintendo's E3. So uh, let's move on then to, uh, you know, just sort of looking back. I mean, here we are, right? This is this is the end of my run, but the start of something fun <laughs> and exciting uh, in Pairs' run. It's the end of the um, Otero era. Yeah, the Otero, the Otero, the Otero, Otero. era is uh-huh. over. And, uh, I mean, we got to do some fun stuff. I still remember when the show started. I still remember my first week at IGN. I had this secret plot of, um, man, NBC, like, why is the Nintendo podcast not weekly? Yeah. And it bothered me. I was like, okay, uh, podcast beyond is weekly. Podcast Unlocked is weekly. MEC is whenever we feel like it, and for whatever reason, I guess they still come. And I was like, that's not a thing. So yeah. uh, I remember uh, I hijacked the show. I didn't ask for permission. I should say that. I, I'm probably <laughs> getting myself in trouble right no, now. No, that's good. But uh, I grabbed what are they going to fire you? I <laughs> gra- yeah, I grabbed... My last days today. Uh, <laughs> I grabbed uh, Marty, Andrew, and Brian, and we went into a room to talk about Earthbound, which is a game that I really cared about. And uh, coincidentally, it was a game that... I had just gotten to experience during the end of One Up. Um and really like it what it a, just what resonated a crazy with game me. to play at the end of something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. No, but it it really and you know, and I it, this was before it was sanctioned and like Nintendo yeah. was reissuing it. So we all know what I had to do. Um but at the end of the day like I was so happy to to talk about it, right? Yeah. And to have that opportunity to just go, "All right, this is what this is." Yeah, and I think there was something special about that cuz it felt like um we were We were
2: reflecting on something old, but also creating something new in the process of bringing that that voice of Nintendo back to IGN, which is like I grew up. Reading IGN because of their Nintendo coverage, you know, like I read Craig Harris's re- like IGN pocket reviews for uh-huh. Game Boy games I think it's why I bought Link's Awakening which went on to become. Tyler's yeah. <laughs> is a 2 deck. Yeah That's how we talk
0: Too green. No, but you were still a little freaking four-letter word swear-wording machine And I remember uh, a couple of the choice jokes uh, that were yeah, on that's that true. <laughs> um, But we're well, you know as as we uh, Evaluated more what the show is and some folks didn't like that. We chose this but, you know, Nintendo's a family brand, and uh, some people who listen to this show have kids. They play this in the car. And I remember, you know, if we'd, if we'd swear or if we'd curse, folks would uh, would definitely... Oh, man, what's so going on here? Here's the deal. Right? What happened? You've been here forever, and you have never asked me on this show. I've never been on NBC. <laughs> oh, my I'm God. I'm kind of mad about that, that you're leaving, and I never had a chance to be on the show. So I thought, I'm just going to invite myself, and then... <laughs> I don't know. Everybody else heard too, and they thought, "Yeah, we've never been on NBC either with Jose, and this is our last chance." So we all wanted to come in. So don't, don't, don't even pay attention to us. We're just going to sit right here. You guys do what you do. Just pay no attention to us, ladies and gentlemen. And meet the, the new show. cast
2: of NBC. It's it's thirty people, and cookies apparently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're we're uh, so sorry. Yeah. For those of you, those
2: of you listening at home, uh, a whole bunch of people just walked in. Uh, but this, yeah, this is
0: obviously a very special moment. You got, you got cookies. Yeah, those were made by those were made by Lily. She couldn't be here because she had to go home sick. So I don't know if you want to eat them or not, but it's okay. I right. uh, want to start your new job with a cold yeah, baby um, wow uh, thank you um, <laughs> I don't know what to say and I'm also trying not to cry so please uh please indulge me but uh, uh we, we were talking about your I'm favorite, surrounded right now. we were talking
1: about your favorite moments on NBC
0: yeah and obviously we
1: did a, a lot of great shows from like live shows with fans uh, to missing no. Nope the unlisted audio <laughs> episode of nvc that's about nothing nintendo but i All think this is one it. of my favorite moments yes. really
0: yeah i think this is too um wow thank you thank you so much for this like it has been uh, an honor to to be at this company and to sit in this seat and to and i'm sorry i didn't invite like half of you on the show <laughs> i should say that up for right now um but it it has been an honor and a pleasure and you guys suck like how are you doing this to me no. <laughs> so thank you you suck thank you right. 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 no no no, no. thank, you. The thank, experience you. Right thank there. you thank, thank the you thank you and the comments yeah, <laughs> right yeah. I don't know what to do. What do we do? Like well, we're so I mean, off no, like I said, just don't pay attention to us. Yeah just, your thing. Just, yeah, just we're all bring, bring us out. Give me one of those cookies, though. <laughs> oh, okay. Here, here. <laughs> have a, have, have a cookie. No. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, no, and I, I sincerely appreciate that. Um, well, then don't go. I mean, if you're... I mean, if it's <laughs> already, you show <laughs> you we your got things you by cookies. just sticking around. I mean, you got to stay. That's how it works. Yeah. No, It uh, it is. Um Somebody, I can't. I don't S- know what to say. Sign us off, Jose. Yeah, well, sign us off. T- All right, working people us find us the out, show. Baby. Okay. Um, thank you for watching and listening to Nintendo Voice Chat. Uh, we're a weekly show on IGN, but we're not the only show on IGN. And in fact, there's a whole family and network of people in this room right now here to remind you uh, this show will go on. Perry's going to be leading it, and it's going to be fantastic. And make sure you're here. And thank you so much for for the opportunity to sit here and and to listen to us talk about Nintendo and talk about uh, games and the things we care about. Uh, I am forever grateful and I will be listening now just like you do every week. Uh, thank you so much and we'll be back next week with more Nintendo Voice Chat.